Hi, this is Amber. And this is Lisa. And you're listening to Unexplained Arkansas, a new podcast that explores urban legends, mysteries, and the unsolved in the natural state. We're just two best friends discussing the unexplained in Arkansas. We're still giggly. Let me try this again. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Unexplained Arkansas. My name is Amber. And I'm Lisa. <laughs> yes, it has Lisa. not changed since the hour before when we started this. This is part two of a two um, of a two-part series. So this is an episode on Georgia Tan, the baby stealer of Memphis. And we want to do a quick um, shout out to all our fans who have kind of stuck with us through the last eight episodes this is eight right uh, this will be nine. Oh, this is nine okay yes. so we have the last we have seven episodes. published yeah yes, yes. so and, after and these two eight, we will have nine episodes and so after Yay. this we'll go to a more weekly routine which we're still trying to hammer that out so yes. we won't give you the details for probably another few days we're going You're to at decide. least gonna get a one a week Yes, people. you'll get one a week. Yes. And in or the summertime, two. maybe two. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes. We're really enjoying ourselves. Like yeah. I said in the last um, episode, we already have some speaking engagements <laughs> lined up. Um, we're we're really just we're just going big. <laughs> we're we're gonna stand on stage and giggle. <laughs> yes, that's no. what we're going to do. No, but we really yes. love what we do. And I think mm-hmm. Lisa and I both really have a passion for investigation um you should have been in journalism with me when we were uh yeah. younger i did that's all draw- i did i did that's all i i did you did the okay, cartoons so you did I the did- cartoons in the newspaper <laughs> i did and i wrote oh i wrote a review i did a review oh you did a, i forgot of, you did I a did. review yes of jules album hands hands i believe yes Ugh. i remember don't even yes. get me started. You loved that album. <laughs> no, I didn't. I loved the first album. Oh, I loved that's her right. first. That's right. And I did not like the second one. I was like, are you kidding me, Jewel? Sorry, Jewel, if you're listening. <laughs> and people, uh, young people are and like. And she is. She is listening. <laughs> well, our demographic, we did figure out our demographic age is 35 plus. So surely some of you know who Jewel is. Yeah, how All old of is Jewel? Is Jewel fifty yet? I don't know. I don't know. There's I'm so sure many she stars is. turning fifty yes. this year. It's just kind of sad. She I was has like to looking. Be. Yeah, I was looking at all the stars that have just turned fifty or about to turn fifty, and I'm like, holy crap! You know, yeah. there there are lots of people that you know when I was a kid, you know, were teenagers oh. or whatever. Um, she's forty nine. So yeah, so she's week. close. I knew she had to be close. Yeah, yeah. my goodness. I was thinking she was way older than us, but no, I figured she was about that age. <laughs> That's so. weird. okay. So how so. did we segue to Jewel? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, oh, newspaper, I, newspaper. newspaper. Your, yeah. your one newspaper review. That's right. <laughs> yes. yes, I really want to say you I just did, did more it than semester. Just... No, yeah, I did it just right. one, semester. one semester of journalism. Of, yeah. yeah, I just needed I a filler. It. And Courtney yeah. was I like, did "Come on, newspaper." Yeah, I was like, "Yes." <laughs> 
I will, Courtney. <laughs> I'll hang out yeah. with you and Amber. She's like, come hang out with me and Amber. And I was like, of course. Yeah. That sounds it, fun. It was fun. I loved it. I loved it our fun. journalism teacher, Miss Romy. Shout out to Miss Romy. She's the best. So she's retired now, but I loved good her. Good for her. Um, Just yeah, like Good me. for her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we both really like this investigative stuff. And yes. I think that this podcast has kind of filled that void for me because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a teacher, I'm a professor now. So, you know, I still do research and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. for work, but um, yeah. just that real good investigative journalism type stuff I don't do anymore and haven't for many years. So this has been a really good uh, substitute for mm-hmm. that passion that I used to have. So this story. Um, and I just love to input- read. <laughs> Oh, you do. You love to read and you love to talk. So there we go. But this story in particular has been something that I've been researching for over 15 years. And Mm -hmm. the first episode we talked about um, Georgia Tan and the story of how she started her infamous uh, black market, um, you know, human trafficking. She was selling babies and we know it's documented that she was- For lots and lots of money. Yes, Mm -hmm. that she was selling them to stars for lots and lots of money. So today we are going to bring it stars home. Like and, Joan Crawford oh yes, and stars Dick like Joan Powell. Crawford, Dick Powell, um, oh, Rick, Rick Flair, Flair the wrestler, a, was a Georgia Tan was baby. A tan so, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So there, and there's more than that. Um, who was the the silent movie star? Mary Pickford, maybe. Maybe she was one of the ones that got a baby from. I don't know. I've read different stars or whatever got babies from that organization, but. Um, we're going to kind of turn it around this episode and look at it from an Arkansas standpoint, because this is unexplained Arkansas. So there mm-hmm. has to be an Arkansas connection to everything that we talk about. So the Arkansas connection to Georgia Tan is the fact that she would find babies here um, mm-hmm. in Arkansas and uh, also in Mississippi, which is uh, her native state, um, mm-hmm. just places around Tennessee is where she would send scouts to find the babies that she would then bring to her adoption agency and then adopt out to um, rich and affluent people. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are starting today or okay. in this episode. Yes. So one thing, one connection that I've always made uh, in my head, there was a, um, a figure in ancient Jewish folklore called Lilith and she was called the night monster because she was said to have stolen babies in the night. So in my head, it's kind of like in the 1930s and forties, there was a real uh, night monster pretty much lurking in Memphis, Tennessee. Do you and think that's where they got the name Lilith and Cheers? You know, Frasers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That connection. I like the name Lilith. Yeah. It's uh, pretty, actually. Yeah, it is. But Georgia Tan preyed on young, vulnerable girls from poverty-stricken areas in Arkansas, Mississippi, and Tennessee. And that is all documented, and that is true. Some gave her the babies willingly, though. Uh, but others had no idea who Tan was, who Tan was, and what um, she was doing, and why she wanted to steal their children. It was it was just absolutely insane. The stories that are now coming mm-hmm. out about what happened during that time period. 
So according to Business Insider, homes mm-hmm. for unwed mothers, welfare, hospitals, and prisons were targeted by Tan, number one. Also, mm-hmm. she had lots of doctors she worked with. And the doctors would tell the new mothers that their babies had died during childbirth. And those children mm-hmm. were then could then be buried at no cost to the families. That's what the doctors would tell. Oh, wow. The, yeah, would tell the And moms. then they would sell the baby. Yes. So mm-hmm. according to, um, according to, uh, Robert Taylor, who was a lawyer who investigated the children's home scandal, um, he said that if they were unsedated, this is being the mothers and tried to hold onto the babies after the baby was born, Georgia Tan would step in and say, well, you don't want people in your hometown to know about your pregnancy, do you? so that's so yeah that's how she would get some of those babies manipulating and manipulation totally Mm. um but georgia tan really never paid for her crimes if you ask me because she died in 1950 but Mm -hmm. families all over america have been paying for the last 50 60 years so my work and the research that i've done um has been to find more of these victims and their families, you know, help the uh, reunification efforts and also maybe find out what happened to our own family member who we are going to talk about today's podcast. Okay. So really, um, you know, this is kind of personal and, you know, we don't get into the personal very much, but this has so many, uh, this has so many interesting ties to Arkansas and the unexplained that I just couldn't resist, you know, bringing this up. I do Mm -hmm. run a Facebook group for Georgia Tan research. So if anybody is interested in what's um, it called, is it called that Georgia Tan? Yeah, it's called um, (laughs) the Georgia Tan uh, research group, research group. I think Um, I will put it in with all the links and stuff. And so if you want to join me, which what we do is we just, look through boring ancestry records and talk to each other about our own experiences and things like that. Earlier today, when I was preparing for the podcast, I did find several new clippings, new to me, that I had never seen before um, regarding the aftermath of when um, the children's home was closed. They started looking at the stars that were um, taking part in these illegal adoptions. So Mm. I'm going to put all that stuff out there for everyone to see though. It's really interesting. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, um, really what happened to our family regarding Georgia Tan's pretty simple. Um, and this is, and this is Scott's Mm -hmm. No, this is my husband's family. Yes. I do have their permission. You know, I've talked to them for 15 years about trying Mm -hmm. to find this baby or find his remains and and just, you know, answer these questions. But in 2000, let's see, when did we get married? 2006, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was the year after y'all. Y'all were 05. Mm -hmm. I was 06. Okay. So it was like shortly after we got married, I started doing uh, work on Ancestry.com for his family trees because I'd already done all my family trees and I love Ancestry. And I trace like one of his families back to Jamestown, you know, just having all kinds of fun, oh, cool. right? So then I <laughs> yeah. go to his, one of his grandmother's lines and I find that his grandmother had given birth to a baby in the summer of 1945. Oh. And I asked him about it. He said, no, that can't be right. So then mm-hmm. I ask his mom about it, who's who has uh, since died, but she said, that can't be right. So we mm-hmm. looked at it and 
sure enough, there was a baby that had been born to his grandmother in the summer of 1945. But that's really. Um, so this is his mom's mom. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and what. It was like, an accident so was she, that I found it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But she was unwed. She was, was she unwed, unwed at the time. Mother? Well, okay. I found gotcha. that out that she was unwed okay. because, okay. um, because her, uh, Scott's grandpa was in Italy. He was in the military and they had not gotten married yet. They hadn't even gotten engaged yet oh. or I think met yet. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it was before yeah. she met. This was before, this was before. So, yeah. Okay. And gotcha. this was 1940, uh, this was 1945, so it would have been the year when after she had the baby. World War II ended. Yes, yes. So all and that kind of she plays live? a part. Uh, Stuttgart. We're going to get into Stuttgart. all that, too. Okay. Gotcha. All that kind of plays a part in it. So um, basically, it started out as an innocent ancestry search. And, um, you know, I felt bad because I had uncovered this big family secret but yeah. his grandmother had been dead for a long time mm-hmm. and his grandfather and, you know, to her dying day, she never told anybody about that baby. Wow. Yeah. And, um, so sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it made me really, really sad. So I've been looking ever since, and this has been what, you know, 16, 17 years, whatever mm-hmm. I've been looking ever since, uh, to try to find answers you know, what happened? Who was mm-hmm. the father? Why did she have to give it up? Um, you know, all those questions. So what I know for sure is that she thought of, this is Georgia Tan, she thought of babies as commodities and she had scouts mm-hmm. all over the place and probably in Arkansas too. So who mm-hmm. knows where um, Mary Helen, which is uh, his grandmother's name, who knows mm-hmm. where Mary Helen made contact with a Georgia Tan scout, but the point mm-hmm. is she did. It could have been okay. in a doctor's office. It could have been at church. It could have been, um, you know, who knows? I do mm-hmm. know that um, in the 1944-1945 time period, she was an usherette at the Majestic Theater in Stuttgart, Arkansas, which is another okay. really cool detail. Like, so what yes. is an usherette? <laughs> what is an usherette? <laughs> I think that would be your dream job, honestly, because Maybe. all you do, you wear, you wear a pretty outfit. Cause I Ooh, looked okay. it up. Yeah. Cause I went to the historical so- society in Prairie <laughs> County and I looked up pictures of usherettes at the majestic. Uh-huh. And so the majestic Ooh. usherettes would dress up in these pretty little outfits and they would see people, you know, and Ooh. I guess get popcorn and all that, whatever they needed. Oh, wow. So yeah, she was an usherette at the majestic That's and awesome. yeah. Yeah. So, um, now, I know that she was in her uh, late teens, early 20s during this time period, somewhere around in there. Um, and by this time, it was 1945, and Georgia Tan had been doing this for years. As we mm-hmm. uh, had said in the previous podcast, Georgia Tan had been at this for well like over since two 24, decades. Like yeah. 1924? Yeah. Okay. yeah, so we're going on <laughs> the third uh, consecutive mm-hmm. decade of her uh, stealing children and selling them for profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it was documented that she had several babies in her care who were connected to unwed mothers and mothers that were in prison, uh, mothers whose husbands died, mothers whose husbands were at war, all, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, long story yeah, short, it's been wartime. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was like, wartime. Like World, World yes. War Two. Yeah. And here is <laughs> another little interesting tidbit. You know, I hate that word, but that's the only way to describe it. Um, <laughs> okay, so lots of really cool things were happening, I guess, in, in uh, Stuttgart in the 40s. They hmm. also had a an Air Force field or an Army airfield. It was called okay. Stuttgart, Stuttgart Army Airfield. Um, okay. Yes. So that was something that was established in October of 1942, and it was located in Stuttgart, and it was over 2,600 acres, um, or about seven mile, or well, it was, it was about, it was on 2,682 acres, and it was about seven miles north of Stuttgart is where it was located. And this was called the, uh, or it was part of the U.S., AAF or the United States Army Air Forces. And okay. um, there was also a USO downtown in Stuttgart, apparently. And I didn't know that. Wow. I just found hmm. that out too. That is very cool. Um, according to a relative, because mm-hmm. we did go back and there was only just a per- one person still living that was from oh, that time mm-hmm. period, just one. And wow. um, yeah, and it was, it was a close relative and they said they remembered they were a little girl when all this happened, mm-hmm. but they remember that Mary Helen was seeing an airman or a young soldier. Oh, okay. So, so probably someone coming somebody, in and out. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Probably somebody from that airfield is, it, you know, but I, again, I don't of- know. And I don't know, kind of, we kind of get into geography for maybe people that, you know, are few listeners from the countries. Yes. <laughs> but, but where, where is Stuttgart in position in our state? Like compared well, to Memphis, because she was in Memphis. So she was in Memphis. And actually I, you know, I am so smart. I, I actually did a <laughs> screenshot of that from Yay. Stuttgart to Memphis showing the proximity. And it really okay. isn't a long drive. There was a bus. Okay that went there Mm -hmm. and i know um according to the relative that mary helen did get on a bus and travel to memphis and the story she gave was that she was going to be an usherette at the orpheum oh the orpheum is a theater in memphis so still there right it's still there yeah it's still there yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but she was going to be an usherette there and so that was the story and she got on a bus and nobody Mm -hmm. saw her for months and then Mm -hmm. uh you know in the summer of 45, she came back home, got off the bus yeah. and, you know, like nothing happened yeah. and it was never spoke of ever. Yeah. yeah. But that is so common. Mm-hmm. Uh, that story, you know, happened again and again, different girls, yes. different places, mm-hmm. especially in the American South, especially mm-hmm. in places where, you know, you know, I hate to say it, but Bible Belt, you know, when mm-hmm. women got pregnant, they tried to figure out. Uh, other alternatives rather than have the child out of wedlock and you know it's shameful the family these women yeah yeah, it's shameful that these women had to give up these children yeah Yeah. these (laughs) women shouldn't have had to give up their children um Mm -hmm. which is another reason that i just would get so angry i'd read over my notes i'd be like oh this probably just devastated her just Mm -hmm. the whole thing probably just and then not being able to talk about it and yeah just that and just to keep it she kept (laughs) it silent her entire life she took it to yeah. the grave yeah oh. so yeah that I'm is so sad really sad yeah but who knows how many situations there are like that in the state of arkansas i started thinking about that okay. if there were georgia tan scouts in arkansas this this situation has probably happened multiple times mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah um so 
Okay, so there was the airfield, and also another thing about the airfield, um, the airfield in Stuttgart, I thought this was interesting, it hosted a prisoner of war camp, so a POW camp for both German prisoners and Italian prisoners. So German soldiers and Italian soldiers were in a POW camp in Stuttgart during that time, too. Yeah. And that is really interesting, because Stuttgart, I mean, I don't know a lot about Stuttgart other than, mm -hmm. I know it's, what, the rice capital of the world. Yeah. So... It's huge and rice, and that's all I know. And my husband's from there. Oh, duck, duck hunting, duck. Oh no, duck and rice. Yes, of course, duck Duck and rice. But my husband loves his hometown. Yes, it is. I mean, isn't it? It is. It is. My husband loves his hometown, and we go we go back every once in a while. Um, It's the population of Stuttgart. I'll have to. You'll have to look it up on your phone while I'm doing my story because I don't remember. But. yeah it's yes yes so i love it though it's 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 a cute little town and there's lots of history there we looked for the majestic theater because you know it's since Mm -hmm. been torn down or whatever um we found mary helen's old house like i said i was going to write an entire book on this or maybe i didn't say it this was when i started this this was going to be a book project yes this was supposed to be a book project because i wanted to find out what happened and i wanted to find the remains of this poor child um Mm -hmm. but neither one of those things have happened yet i just feel like as time goes by and i learn more uh maybe someday i'll find the answers and i'll get to publish that book but i don't want to publish something until i solve the mystery this is interesting about stuttgart so the population as of 21 it was eight thousand. uh like 8056 but mm-hmm. it was established by german settlers so evidently stuttgart was actually a place yes. in now, germany I didn't know that so, yeah yeah yes yeah. german so lots of german maybe that's yes. why they brought the pow german people i don't know i don't know but i thought that was <laughs> interesting because the pow's yeah. were out there working on the farms <laughs> and stuff mm-hmm. um they actually had them out there working like on the working. farms with stuttgart farmers and stuff like oh, that okay. so they're like yeah go to work prisoners yeah. of war well I, I don't know but that's a that's interesting it's a very that is interesting. interesting um so from what we were able to find like i said um she got on a bus and went to memphis now i don't know where she stayed when she was in memphis i have looked everywhere i know to look online for any unwed mother's homes did, yeah did georgia tan kind of open up the house or have, mother. Like, no yeah. no 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 okay. she outsourced everything like we talked okay. about in the last episode she was evil but she was <laughs> a, a very smart businesswoman so mm-hmm. everything was outsourced so okay. she worked directly with um I'm sure certain unwed mother's homes. And so she got mm-hmm. first pig when the babies were born. So I know gotcha. that that was probably what happened. So um, the person that had told us what they remember was only about 12 years old at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But she was very sure of what she remembers. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's really all we had to go on. And that person has since died as well. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So most of it is, you know, still kind of a mystery. Um, you know, I've, I've thought it through numerous times. I've thought through numerous scenarios. I've written scenarios, you know, where, you know, this happened and she went here and there, but I really, I I don't know. I don't know what happened during the time that uh, she found out she was expecting a baby to the time that that baby died. Now Mm -hmm. I'll jump to that really fast. Cause there was a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Get into 
Was there a birth um, certificate? There was you... two death certificates, but no two. birth certificate. But okay. no birth two certificate. Death. And wow. yes, and we have kind of <laughs> wondered what to do, you know, from that point because I know we could probably go to go to Tennessee and get the original birth certificate. I mean, Scott would be one of the last mm-hmm. living you know, descendants or whatever, Mm -hmm. relatives. But as far as the certificates, there are two certificates of death. I found both of them um, on Ancestry. They Mm -hmm. were written in two different handwritings. It's apparent Mm -hmm. it's two different handwritings. Um, And I've looked at those, so I do remember. You have. You have copies of those. Mm -hmm. I think you lost them, though. No, I'm kidding. I did. Um, (laughs) Yes, you did. Okay, so, but here's, okay. First, how did I know that it was a Georgia Tan situation? How did I know that he was a Georgia mm-hmm. Tan baby? Yes. Um, the way that I knew was watching an Oprah show. <laughs> and this Oprah. is true. Well, this good. Is Everything. True. <laughs> yes. Everything goes back to Oprah. So what happened on this yes. Oprah show? <laughs> okay, so, and I'm going to link it. I'm going to link it. Uh, I was watching old clips of uh, Oprah on YouTube. And, uh-huh. okay, I had this suspicions that it that it could be you know part of the georgia tan situation but i thought there's no way there is no way that's what this is and how did you anyway, know about georgia tan just um, from like where you did know, you I'm learn not about even, georgia tan? i'm not even sure where i first heard about georgia tan i really don't i, don't, I really don't remember where i first heard about it but somehow somehow I, I was researching and i ran into the baby ring or whatever mm-hmm. and i thought in the back of my mind, I was like, well, maybe baby boy Hardister would be mm-hmm. part of this horrible thing. Ring. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I hope not, but it's a possibility. So anyway, fast forward, literally years later, mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm <laughs> watching going, Oprah I'm, clips. I'm, yes. I'm, <laughs> and I found one on Georgia Tan. I'm like, oh, look, there's one on Georgia Tan. So I start watching it. And uh-huh. um, one of the boys, well, he's an older gentleman now, but he was talking about where he lived he said 1556 poplar avenue and i oh. literally jumped and i'm like and i'm like scott you know i'm like oh my gosh 1556 poplar and he said what and so i said 1556 poplar he said i don't know what you're saying so i run in there to the office and i dig out because like this is like i said was years later so i mm-hmm. dig out the birth certificate or the birth death certificates or, or death, death certificates certificate. okay and his last known address the baby's last known address 1556 poplar avenue and, and that so was there the you home. go that was the home oh, so that was his oh. last known address so wow. really i didn't have that piece of information until mm-hmm. a few years after the initial thoughts so yeah like i said it's been a long 16 17 years of of this i, I come and go with it you know like i run this um group on facebook but i'm not as active with it as i should be um, because I just don't have any new information. Now, since Ancestry has kind of beefed up in the last couple of years and, you know, all that, there has been some new developments, some new articles um, that have uh, from the 1950s that I have put out there uh, for people to read today. Actually, I put one that I thought was interesting, but I've kind of uh, put it on the back burner. But then when we started talking about our podcast and the things that could go on them, I gave it a second look and I thought, yeah, I'll go back and I'll look at the research I've already done, see if I can find some new research and, and, you know, just kind of put the word out there, you know, I mean, there's no shame in, you know, what happened in the 1940s. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, 
but there's also uh, I mean, she, no culpability. She, you know, back yeah. then. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. gosh, but, like, that's just so sad. Because I asked Scott, I'm like, do you mind me talking about this? He goes, no, I don't. He said, I want to yeah. know just as much as you do. Yeah. And, you know, the story behind it is so sad and it's so unfair that nobody paid for these crimes. But mm-hmm. that's kind of why I keep I keep going and I keep researching and hoping that someday we'll get an answer, a concrete yeah. answer as to About what happened, you know, mm-hmm. what happened when she got on that bus in Stuttgart, Arkansas, what happened? Yes. Cause everything between the bus at Stuttgart, Arkansas and the bus back mm-hmm. is a complete mystery it's, except for yeah. those two death certificates. It's, it's a shame she didn't have like a, well, of course you didn't find this out until years later, but like a journal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think she would have wrote that in her journal. Yeah. I mean, she Probably. took this to her grave. I mean, I can't, I can't keep anything secret. I mean, I, just, <laughs> I tell you everything I hear, like within five minutes. We're so, like, um, yeah, I have no secrets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a secret keeper. Yeah, so but, I mean, but so going back, just like, the sheer. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, because L came in <laughs> and wanted me to I smell was her new who that was. Oh, Lord have she's, mercy. She snuck in. She's Well, I told you she went to Ulta. In the last episode, I told you she went to in Ulta. In the last episode. <laughs> okay. And she, so... she bought some perfume. <laughs> but did you did you talk about, uh, like, what all the, the death certificate said? Oh, the death okay. certificate. Because okay, there so okay. I, anybody that wants, that is, like, uh-huh. anybody that has any knowledge on ancestry or, um, you know, looking at these and kinds can, of things these records you can, can go to the white county and, library um uh-huh. and look at uh they'll actually you can get on ancestry and it's the library edition and it's very oh that's right very detailed yeah. so oh and, and there's also just, a student edition for 4.99 i do need to oh, plug okay. that because cool. yeah my cousin just sent that to me yesterday that if you're a student somewhere i think you can get on you can have get some it. kind of edition for 4.99 anyway so all of these okay. are public information on ancestry yes. so anybody can look at this information so i don't think i'm outing anybody as having a baby yeah, out of wedlock public. in the it 40s was public record. and it's 2024 <laughs> nobody cares and no. you know my heart still aches for mary helen and i feel like part of my story is telling her story and that's why i keep going back to this even you know 17 years later i want yeah. her story to you know to be told and i want um i you know i know there probably won't be any justice because who knows where the remains yeah. are but um mm-hmm. you know and georgia Tan was a did. victim <laughs> yeah she was the victim of a crime she was the yeah. victim mm-hmm. of a crime yeah. um okay so you were asking about the death certificate um yes yeah, so there, what did it say the baby passed up like there's two different ones well, did it there's two different the ones and one says cardiorespiratory and infectious mm. diarrhea and premature. And then the uh-huh. other one um, says the same thing, but it's in a different handwriting. So they say pretty much kind of the same thing, but are they dated the same? Um, like, I don't remember. Yeah, One is dated John Gaston hospital, which was an old hospital in Memphis. And okay. from some of the research I've done, uh, Georgia Tan did have some connections within that hospital too. Okay. So, but but yeah, did, were they story. dated like the same death date? Mm, like the same? Yes. I'm looking at them right now. Okay. But this 1556 Poplar was his last known address, which is okay. the address of Georgia Tan and the date of birth on, uh, we'll just call this um, death certificate A 
is July 15th, 1945. Mm -hmm. And let's see, the date of death is July 28th, 1945. And then um, same thing, same date on uh, death certificate A or B. So why so that's crazy to, that there's two. It is. Yeah. It, okay. So here is why I have held on to the theory of the two death certificates for okay. so many years, because why would you need two death certificates? Number one, why yeah. would you get two <laughs> death certificates? And it mm-hmm. is documented that Georgia Tan would just, you know, write her own birth certificates and death certificates and falsify oh, wow. documents. That is mm-hmm. very much a documented true statement. And, you know, okay. I say allegedly a lot, but it is true. Mm-hmm. She would falsify these records. Yeah. And so, you know, my question is, are we looking at something that Georgia Tan herself wrote? Who knows? So hmm. it's just, it's and, very interesting. Like this is and, literally the case that keeps on giving. Yeah. And do you have an opinion about what you, like, do you really think he passed or do you think he was one of those that they say died that, that were sold? Okay. So what that's do you a think? loaded question. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've asked myself that a million times when it first happened, I wanted to say, guess he was still alive and this was all faked. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to say that he's out there somewhere. I was so sure that I paid to have um, Scott's last living uh, relative on that side, the last sibling, I paid mm-hmm. to have um, her DNA swabbed so that okay. I could use that to try to find just mm-hmm. an inkling, anybody that might be connected. And mm-hmm. um, so, cause I was sure that maybe she yeah. had falsified this document, but then mm-hmm. I researched a little bit more and found mm-hmm. that there was a disease that just, um, that, well, it was, it was something that it was like a diarrhea, dysentery type infection that just swept across Memphis in that time oh. period of 1945 mm-hmm. and yeah. lots of babies died. And also in the Taylor report, they mm-hmm. confirmed that lots of babies died in that time period from that infectious disease. So that leads me more to think that he's not alive. So that's okay. where I am with that. I wish. And remind he was, me, what was and, the Taylor report? Sorry. Um, he was, he was finally. Oh, we were getting into that later. Oh, okay, gotcha. Episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're kind of getting away from my outline. But, um, let's go back yes. to the outline. <laughs> let's go back to the outline. Okay, so back to the outline. Suddenly in the okay. 1930s. <laughs> All right, so um, like I said last episode, um, Memphis became a hot spot for high infant mortality, unfortunately. Memphis had the highest infant mortality rate, uh, higher than any other U.S. city at the time. And um, somebody found out that information that worked in human services. And they're like, what is going on? Why is our Mm -hmm. infant mortality rate so high? And so that's when they started investigating some of her fraudulent acts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, They found out she was falsifying birth certificates, things like that. Um, Lots of rumors and sad tales of death and neglect. They basically called 1556 Poplar a house of horrors. Now, let me say Mm -hmm. that that house is no longer standing. They did bulldoze that house. And so um, it's not there anymore. Now, I will put pictures of it from um, Mm -hmm. the past, but it is no longer there. I have been to the spot um, Mm -hmm. on my little tour I did to try to get more information back in 2019, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Did they describe the inside of the house? 
in the articles? Um, yes, and some of them they did. Okay. Yes, and okay. some of the things, some of the things that happened to the kids there. Um, but Spirit. after the yeah, <laughs> well, after the rumors, and, uh-huh. you know, and I'm not saying all rumors are true, but a yeah. lot of rumors have a little inkling of truth, like yeah. a nugget, you know, somewhere. Nugget. So the Child Welfare League then asked a probate judge named Samuel Bates to write a letter to the Tennessee Commissioner of Public Welfare and seek an investigation of Tan. They're like, that's mm-hmm. it. We've had it. We've we've heard all these awful stories. So um, in his letter, Bates said that the Tennessee Children's Home had failed to follow the advice of medical advisors on health and sanitation um, mm. in the home and resulted, mm. and that resulted in the deaths of those 50 children. And that's where Ooh. I think um, our relative, uh, I think, I think he was kind of uh, in the middle of all and that, unfortunately. Kind of get into like what, I mean, just it health and, I mean, were they like, It was not pretty much care? unsanitary conditions. Probably like a lot of baby sleep, probably a lot of not cleaning, baby sleeping um, in beds with sick babies, well, babies sleeping oh. in beds with sick babies, things like that, oh. you know, because if it's an infectious disease, then, you know, it's airborne mm. a lot of the time. So, mm-hmm. or sometimes. Oh. So in Bates letter, it contended that Tan and her colleagues had used unfair tactics, including blackmail to defeat adoption law reform in Tennessee. So mm-hmm. not only was she um, using her adoption business to make lots and lots of money, she was trying to to uh, bend and reform the Tennessee adoption laws to benefit herself and her little mm. empire. So, Ew. yeah, like all kinds of evil, like wow. evil on a stick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and this was um, greed and greed, greed evil. I mean, did, did you see anything? Because in the last episode, I know we talked about these babies were, instead of maybe going for $7, they were going for th- thousand or thousands of dollars yeah well i mean and that was just a fee that was an adoption fee that was just what you paid the state because you were adopting this child and they wanted Mm -hmm. you know most of the adoptions to happen in state well georgia Mm -hmm. tan was sending these babies all over the place Uh, new york california just everywhere and so okay and pocketing it Mm -hmm. and like we said in the last episode she also had uh, high-ranking government officials in her back pocket. In mm-hmm. fact, she was so untouchable that the governor, at you know the end of all this, at the end of her life, the governor Jim McCord did did not uh, officially initiate an investigation. And wow. according to sources that were published, um, they his office tried to keep some of it from leaking to the public because it just sounded oh, wow. horrible. Yes. He didn't just want for, like reputations. Yes. It was state. a reputation thing. He wasn't yeah. just, yeah, it, it, he was worried about their reputation, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was not until 1950, there was a man named Gordon Browning who became governor and he was elected on the promise that he would end political corruptness. So apparently mm-hmm. there had been some corrupt politics in Memphis, uh, before that period. Um, he, you know, found out what, ha- what was happening with Georgia Tan mm-hmm. and he said, okay, do an investigation. So mm-hmm. Robert Taylor, this is where Taylor's report comes in. This Robert Taylor was a lawyer who investigated the Tennessee Children's Home Society scandal for Governor Gordon Browning. So okay. that's you gotcha. asked where Taylor came from. Yes. That's where he came from. So so he started investigating for the governor. So he started okay. investigating. So Taylor spent more than a year working on what ended up being a 240-page report. Now, this is wow. her business insiders where I get 
got this information. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of information from the commercial appeal, from Business mm -hmm. Insider, uh, lots of different sources for this, uh, for this story. But uh, according to Business Insider, he spoke with countless child welfare experts, psychologists, pediatricians, and uh, he was told all kinds of terrible things were happening mm -hmm. in that home. Mm -hmm. um, he said, and I quote, we found that on many occasions, babies had been taken only a few hours old and placed in nursing homes in and about Memphis where they were without medical care. Children placed yeah. in the Memphis home itself were not properly cared for. And many children died while there as a, as a direct result of violations of physicians orders, which oh. again, could have been what happened with our situation. Mm -hmm. So eventually there was a dysentery outbreak and it mm -hmm. swept through the orphanage. Now this is according to Lisa Wingate, who wrote a really popular book on this subject. Mm -hmm. um, so um, Taylor used the phrase, um, you know, babies dropping like flies. Uh, yeah. And he estimated that 40 to 50 children died in 1945 um, in like a four month span. And that in is the, the time. Mm -hmm. And that is Ugh. the time period where mm -hmm. our relative was in that home. Yeah. So that's why we so think. Yeah. More than likely. Unfortunately. Yes. yes. That is disgusting. I mean, oh, I know. Ugh. I know. So this was 1945. So this kept going until 1950. And then Georgia mm -hmm. Tan died in 1950, September 15th, 1950. And she died three days before the state filed charges against the orphanage. Oh, wow. And then right after that, guess who announced her retirement? Who? Judge Kelly. The judge. <laughs> yes. And then the she judge. ended up dying. Yes. And then she ended up dying in 1955. Uh, and she was never prosecuted for her involvement. Her oh, alleged involvement. Ele so so yes. what did Georgia Tan pass? But like what happened? Um, her, I like think she had death. like, she had, um, she had a cancer. I think it was uterine cancer or something like that, which is kind of ironic given yeah, what she is. did. Yeah. Um, did she, so did she ever have biological children? No, you, you mentioned her own. No, she adopted. To my knowledge, she had the one partner, Anne. Um, okay. And that's, from what I've read, they were partners. You know, I mean, yeah. I guess people could argue they weren't, but from everything mm -hmm. that I've read, it looks like they were you know, big deal. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So they had the two kids and had one that was her biological kid. Mm -hmm. And then um, Georgia Tan adopted one in all her doings. I guess she took, took a child and adopted her for herself oh, wow. and, and so. And that right, child was so Jean. That Jean. child was Jean. Was okay. Yes. Okay. So in 1966, okay. So 1950, let me back up. 1950, okay. crap hit the fan. Georgia mm -hmm. died. And then, there were no answers. A lot of what happened died or got buried with, with Georgia. Mm -hmm. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so the lawsuits, of course, started flying after that. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. Finally, in 1966, Tennessee passed adoption laws that allowed adopted adults to search any remaining records to locate their parents. But records were routinely destroyed by Tan at the time. So there wasn't a whole lot to look at. I mean, there were yeah. some, but not everybody found what they were looking for. And then um, she had pretty much doctored records as yes, well. So it was yeah, she had doctored to... records. And yeah. then 
I mean, it's it. Like I said, this is the case that just keeps on giving. There She's was just gross. so much. Yeah, I mean, there was just so much <laughs> going on. And mm-hmm. anyone I've ever told this story to is like, "How did this happen?" Like anybody from mm-hmm. Memphis, they're like, "How did this happen in my town?" And I never heard it. I'm like, I don't know, but it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it was um, in 1945. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let me tell you just um, about my trip, my research mm-hmm. trip. I've t- I've had a yes. couple of trips for research. One I did in the summer of 2019. I traveled uh-huh. to Memphis. Actually, that's not true. I went to Nashville on a little girl's uh-huh. trip. And then on the way back, we stopped in Memphis so I could do some Memphis. research. So, uh-huh. yeah. And so it was my cousin and I. And I wanted to find out you know, a little, like, I wanted to find the, the marker the first and Elmwood oh. cemetery first. So oh, yeah. where the babies yes. were yes. buried. Yes. So we went there and she, uh, my cousin helped me find that marker. And of course, you know, um, we, we read about that at the start of episode one, but I'm going to read what the mm-hmm. marker says just okay. to kind of reiterate how important all this is. It says mm-hmm. in memory of the 19 children who finally rest here unmarked if not unknown and all of the hundreds who died under the cold hard hand of the tennessee children's home society their final resting place unknown their final piece of blessing so mm-hmm. this is a big mm-hmm. monument it is in elmwood cemetery about the middle of it and mm-hmm. it's not hard to find at all um elmwood is gorgeous it's a gorgeous cemetery there's lots of uh, uh photography devoted to it because it's got so many um gorgeous tombstones and statues and buildings and things like that. Um, it's, it's worth going to if you're in Memphis. So I'll have to check that out. Most of the time when I'm cool. in Memphis, I'm going to, for a dance competition or yeah. I, actually, Hey, we go, Oh, I told you this Tuesday. We're going to West Memphis for a ball game. Yeah. So well, here. yeah. Well, the cemetery, the cemetery is just over the bridge over there on the other side of downtown Memphis. So I go check um, that out. Yeah, I go every once in a while because it's gorgeous and I get I can get some good photos there. So my initial thought was I'll go to the cemetery, I'll find the mem- the memorial headstone, take some photos, and we'll leave. But then I mm-hmm. read, you know, I read the the inscription about the nineteen mm-hmm. babies, and I just oh, I got so sad. I was like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I mean, my heart just sank. Right. Yeah. Um. So when we left, I thought, you know what? I'm just, you know me go big or go home. Right. So I tell my cousin, I'm like, let's just, or kinda, take a nap or take a nap. I either go big or I take a nap. Yes. Yes. Um, one or the other feast or famine. So I tell my cousin, I'm like, let's find her house. Let's just for fun. Let's find her house. Cause, cause mm-hmm. like I said, the Tennessee children's home had been torn down mm-hmm. years ago. It'd been demolished, but her house On the was still standing. street or whatever it was. On Poplar, Poplar. Poplar. Now Poplar. off of Poplar street is the garden mm-hmm. district of Memphis. It is so, okay. so cute. Yes. It's gorgeous. Um, and I won't say the exact street cause you know, sure. I don't want, I don't want sure. the people living <laughs> there to camp. have people <laughs> camped out. Not like that's going to happen, but, yeah. um, it is in the garden district. So, okay. um, I was able, I think it's my ex reporter skills. I don't know. I was able to find <laughs> the house using Google. So <laughs> I, I ended up, um, driving out in front of the house. I'm like, Oh, that's it. That's it. So I parked <laughs> the car. My cousin's like, Oh my God, you're going to get out. And I'm like, well, you bet we came all this way. I'm going to get out. So I yeah. got out. I started walking up the sidewalk and there was this sweet little blonde lady out there playing with her dogs. And she looked <laughs> at me and I said, I am so sorry to bug you, but I was wondering if you could answer a question. She goes, are you looking for Georgia tan? And I just kind of, I was like, Whoa. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of am. She goes, Oh, honey, people come here all the time asking about her. And I was awesome. like, really? And she said, yeah. 
And then she said, would you like to come in? And I'm like, oh, oh my God. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I so, guess yeah. you looked honest. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. So, and, yeah. So my cousin and I, we went in and sat in her <laughs> little parlor or living room uh-huh. and talked to her. And, um, you know, she was so sweet. She was just precious. And she was, she had the house for sale though. She had oh, the house wow. for okay. sale. And uh, I think she had a buyer. I don't know if they ended up buying it or not, uh-huh. but she had a buyer at the time. But um, she told me, she said, trust me, you're not the only one that has been looking for that woman and, uh-huh. um, you know, asking questions about her. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this time, I think there were several books that were being written about her. So I'm sure people oh. were research, researching her at the time. Yeah. Um, so she gave me a tour of the whole house oh, okay. and cool. we went to the attic and Ooh. we went to the little basement Attics area. Oh yeah. I've got pictures of all that. And I don't have anything of hers that, you know, like personal that I took a picture of. Uh-huh. I don't want to, I don't, you know, I don't want to invade anybody's privacy, but like the yeah. staircase, I took a picture mm-hmm. of that. There was like an empty cupboard in the basement that I took a picture of because it was so creepy. And <laughs> I, I mean, basements I just, are I, creepy. Well, this one was extra creepy. special creepy. Yes. <laughs> um, so she showed me the house. We went from room to room, literally, seriously, the hairs on my arms stood up. Mm-hmm. Every story she told just freaked us out a little more. And my cousin does not believe in anything paranormal or supernatural, but she was getting a little freaked out. <laughs> okay. Ooh. So, Ooh, spill a story. Okay. So she said that once uh, she had bought the house three years earlier, okay. uh, they had not told her about the uh-huh. infamous Georgia Tan case. She didn't know who George Tan was or why it was even a relevant thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then she said that a few things started to happen around the house that she would call quote unquote unexplainable. I don't remember everything she said. I just remember her saying that cabinet doors would open on their own and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And, you know, she knew that something awful had happened in that house, but she wasn't sure how or where to find the answers. So, um, like I said, at the time I was there, she was in the process of selling the house. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that her realtor had asked if she wanted a psychic to come in and do a reading. Because, you know, it's Memphis. They're psychics, yeah. right? And so a <laughs> yeah. psychic did There's psychics come in. everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. But um, she said that the psychic uh, came in and, and said definitely something bad had had went down in that house. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. True story. Like- so yeah, and like literally the hairs on the back of my neck were standing up. I mean, uh-huh. it was it was so creepy. And you know, I don't I'm not a big believer in the paranormal either, but mm-hmm. I do feel I did feel like some bad energy. Something. I felt like yeah, mm-hmm. something, you know, so like heavy. Um something heavy. Yeah. And in, in fact, mm-hmm. she's still my friend on Facebook and uh, I haven't talked to her in a Georgia while. Georgia Tan's presence. Not Georgia Tan, the, the lady that lived no. in the house. I'm just saying, it's just Georgia, t- Georgia oh, Tan's presence. presence. <laughs> I don't know. They say evil never dies. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no. Evil. I don't know. Evil just, uh, well, attaches. I, I don't know. Did they, like, like did we they said, find... like, well, oh, did, did they, in any of the research, did it ever say if anything bad happened in her home was she bringing any babies well, see, that's or what children I can't through find evidence of you know mm-hmm. there are rumors that there were remains and in oh, and on the property pretty, yeah Ew. and pretty much it's 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 kind of how, how do i say this there, there's no straight answers to where those 19 sets of remains came from that's in mm-hmm. elmwood that i have oh. maybe there is maybe somebody will call and say hey we we found them from such and such yeah but i just don't know 
Yeah. I don't want to say that came from her property Mm -hmm. because I don't know. I don't know where they come from. They Mm -hmm. may have came from other unmarked graves. Maybe after the babies passed away, um, you know, she would um, bury them in what people used to call potter's fields, right? Um, Mm -hmm. In unmarked graves. So maybe these were a collection of the remains and they just put them in one place. I have no idea. That's something I need to look up. It's a good question. Yeah. So, um, like I said, though, that was, um, that was interesting. That was an mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah. It sounds like something <laughs> you would do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who owns the house now. I'd love to go back again though, because it was, it was, it was creepy to the max. Creepy yeah. to the max. Yes. Awesome. Um, yeah. I love the creepy. So the house is pretty old. I mean, obviously pretty yeah, old. If she lived there in yeah. the forties. It was a really nice so. neighborhood though. Really nice cool. neighborhood in Memphis. Yeah. Um, was it redone? So- like the house? Was it redone well, or just It was well pretty kept? much like it was. Yeah. Helpful. It had all the cool little 1930s, 40s kind of, you know, architecture stuff oh. inside. I thought what about it was like just Like, I love, like, when you see, like, old electrical things. Yeah. It's like buttons instead of, like, switches. You know what I'm I saying? I don't know. I was more interested in the ghost than the house. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't believe in ghosts. I, I have a paranormal podcast, but I don't believe in ghosts. No, I don't know. I don't know what I believe in now. Um, okay. Unexplained. So, unex- I believe in the unexplained. <laughs> I believe in the unexplained. That's what I believe in. All no. right. So, um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much uh, my adventure. Um, you know, what I have, um, you know, been looking at in all these years. Um, it was a lot. Yeah. You know, that obviously. is a lot. It's a lot. So was was there? So I know that they. So they just think thousands of babies during the lifetime, and of course they they found the nineteen bodies. But whatever happened to? I guess my questions were, uh, whatever happened to her partner? Like what happened after know. she died? Did um, I know they were left? Well, with a, okay, with an so, issue. Right after she died, they started the investigation. Um, mm-hmm. She ended up being buried. She's buried back in Mississippi. Um, okay. Yeah, I think she's probably in a family plot or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then after that, um, they started, people started lawyering up and mm-hmm. there was lots of accusations. Like the um, biggest accusation, of course, like you said, were the 40 to 50 babies that had died of the diarrhea epidemic Mm -hmm. well the memphis branch of the tennessee children's home at the time denied the doctor's charge that that happened Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean i don't know there was a lot of denial 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 so everybody just pushed the buck as far as what they knew and didn't know um there there was a man uh from the memphis and shelby county medical society um one of the officials that said the death rate at the home during the epidemic was hushed up actually so Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, lots of creepy stuff. And um, they just closed, they closed it down when she died and. Yes. Yeah. I mean, demolished it. Eventually it was demolished. Yes. Eventually Mm -hmm. it was demolished. So did any, um, did any, like, I mean, the lawsuits that were filed, obviously they couldn't go after Tan. So who were they filing against? Like the state I think or it the was Shelby the County? Because she had amassed a pretty large estate for the time. Okay. Period. I mean, not from, gotcha. not from today's state. I mean, I, I don't remember how much of an estate she had, but mm-hmm. um, she had amassed quite a bit of money. So, yeah. And uh, I think some of it. I don't know. I, I guess they were, I guess they were in 
there was some legality about whose money it actually was because she had profited off mm-hmm. of those adoptions. So yeah, and she yeah. had named as far like did she have her child the June get her the money or have you know or did she I name can't find her actual her will. partner? I have, okay, yeah, sure. I have looked for it in Ancestry, and so that is mm-hmm. um, that is something I'm still kind of looking at. Um, I actually today I pulled up some. Um, census records um that you know from her and Anne in 1940 and they were living uh-huh. in memphis then and then i also found uh george's own death certificate i found that today okay. so you know there is a lot of things that are available now in ancestry that weren't available even a year or two years ago so wow. i really feel like that we're just hitting the tip of the iceberg of finding out you know, even more things about this Mm -hmm. awful case. What I would like to do though, I would Mm -hmm. like to find more people in Arkansas who um, are somehow connected to Georgia Tan and what, um, yeah. Yeah. Reach out. So yeah. yeah. And my Facebook group of course is for anybody, you know, it's kind of nationwide. I've got people from all over the country in it, but I'd really Mm -hmm. like to find people connected to this case that are from Mm -hmm. Arkansas, because I know that there is an Arkansas, Arkansas connection there that I just have not fully tapped into yet. Mm -hmm. Who knows where the scouts were, who they were, um, you know, how they supplied Georgia with these babies, um, you know, from poor Arkansans, unwed mothers, you know, that just breaks my heart that this was happening in our state. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just sad. I mean, it's just sickening that it she is. would it is. profit off of, you know, these sad moments and, you know, try to, which anyway. Yeah. And then I mean, she, she used manipulation. Um, yeah. She used manipulation to take advantage of um, women in these situations um, make money and to make ugh. money. Right. And then some of the babies ended up dying. I mean, it, like I said, this story just keeps going and going and yeah. going. And, you know, as much as I'm sure some people in Memphis may hate talking about it, it really happened. Mm-hmm. It really did. Well, um, and mean, there are still so yeah. many unanswered questions. Yeah. I mean, there's still so many people that never, ever found their homes or their, their families, their, their, their actual biological families. So mm -hmm. there's still people out there that have not been reunited. Yeah. It's just sad. Well, I hope, okay. So like you said, so if anyone has any Georgia tan connections, please email unexplained Arkansas at gmail.com or yes, you can find us on Facebook and the Instagram. The yes. Instagram. So DM Instagram. Uh, or just reach out to Amber's on Facebook and Instagram so you can yeah. Uh, yeah. reach out directly to yeah. her. Andy, love but to you keep... have to call her Andy. No, please don't. But I do want to keep this investigation going. I'd love to yeah. find some new leads. Right now I'm stuck. That's why there's mm-hmm. been no book published. My friends are always like, why aren't you ever going to, you know, when are you ever going to publish that book? I'm like, I can't publish it unless I find <laughs> out, you know, I'm kind of stuck and, at the moment. Well, so. and also, yeah. And you have yeah. a baby. And I have a baby who I hear <laughs> screaming in the other room, by the way. Scott's uh, screaming. Scott's Mr. Mom tonight oh, okay. while we do this podcast. So, all right. Well, this is it. Well, we'll, this, well, is we'll, all, this is all I've nope, got. We'll, so. Okay. Well, we'll wrap up with, we said in the other episode, let me find it real fast. Because we did have, I think we had a few more comments. And in the other episode, we did mention that we, you know, I was excited. We have a lot of U.S. Yes. listeners. And, of course, we love our United States yes. listeners. And we love... Of, most of them are related to us, but we do have some countries and we have Germany, Italy, Poland, Canada, 
That's so exciting to me specifically. Do you care, Amber? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like, nah. Um, no, she does. She loves. Um, but we really, we really do um, a care that you go and rate us and follow us. Um, especially, we're getting, we've got a good, good rating, so that's fun. But we just want a whole lot more listeners to rate because probably, goodness, maybe a tenth of the listeners are giving us ratings. But uh, we do have some. Bear with me. Comments. Ooh. <laughs> hey, you mentioned in the last episode of your mom. Uh, listens. Oh, yeah. I muted myself for a minute because I really do have okay. a baby screaming in yeah. the next turn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. So you're, we mentioned your mom's comment. So your mom had already said good. So there is <laughs> on number seven, she said, good job. Oh, sweet. Thanks, mama. Paula. Thank you Aww. so much. Yeah, and Kim says, and we mentioned that Kim is is such a such a sweet listener and listens every time. So Kim says, Kim here. I was born in Mercury and lived in Augusta a while and never knew this. So she was talking about number seven as well, Dehorn's Grave. That was so much uh, fun. She said, my dad just passed. I know that was fun. Pizza. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my dad just passed in August, and I would have loved to ask him about this. Excellent story, girl. So that was Kim. And that was from number seven. And I do think there wasn't on number six. Let's see. Some of them we did and some of them we didn't have some comments Yeah, we love on, comments. But, um, and we will read your comments. We will read them out yeah. loud. Yes, we and will. share them. Yeah, Kim did comment on number uh, episode four. Said, Kim here. Y'all, I had no idea how detailed this was. I learned so much. This was oh, the boys yeah. on the track, oh, that was by good the way. And, and she says, I'm so proud of us. We do such good work. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. She's <laughs> and she's so cute. She said, by the way, I love Aww. your banter. I'm hooked. We have been, her. we have she's had less awesome. banter the last couple uh, of episodes because we're kind of trying some new things. Know. Well, you know, we've had a that's lot. That's true. On, that's true. So. Yeah, I mean, well, no, that we've had uh, these stories. Yeah, have they been have big. Been. That's true. So, yes, big. Yes, but and that we've gotten. I think we've gotten, you know, some good. Yes, banter. I think so. I think so. <laughs> and if anybody has any other big so, stories, please let us know. We have gotten several yes. emails actually and messages, um, mm -hmm. you know, telling us about um, some stories we had no idea about. Um, yes, one. Yeah, one I'm working on the Maud Crawford. In fact, I ordered a book, and it's the disappearance of Maud Crawford out of yeah. Camden. So shout out uh, to Arkansas. And one I of my buddies, of Justin. Before. He uh, was telling us about about this one. And there was a Natalie on our Facebook as well. I believe. I think I believe her name was Natalie. So there was there was numerous yeah. about this one. Yeah. Maud. Oh, wait, is the Maud now? Which so one is the one from the? the the one that Justin told us about was it Maud? No, it wasn't Maud Crawford. Which one was it? The book you ordered yesterday? No, it was Maud Crawford oh, okay. was the one I ordered. Right. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that one was, uh, yes, that one was suggested by I think your friend yeah. and then someone yeah. on the Facebook. Well, cool, cool group, and maybe on Instagram. Okay. Well, then I so guess we're going to do that one pretty soon. That's yeah, that up. one's coming up pretty soon. Yes. Um, we do have um, we do have an episode on Ruby Stapleton, which was the unsolved murder in Cersei. That one's coming up too. Uh, we have, of course, the West Memphis mm. Three will be coming up uh, in the next yes. uh, few weeks. Uh, that one's going to be a big one. That'll probably be at least a two to three part big uh, episode there. So, yes. yeah, we'll both kind of we tap will in definitely because we've Ooh. both done um, some reading mm. and research on that. So, yeah, we have big things coming up. So mm. keep 
commenting, keep telling us what you think and giving us ideas. We love <laughs> yes. you guys and we will yes. uh, be back. Yes. Thank and we you. will be back next week. Yes. For listening. Thank you very much. Yay. We thank you. <laughs> but we will be back next week with another love episode. So we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Love ya. Bye.